Hello everyone, this is Urvashi Chauhan. Welcome back to another episode of Courts Today by Live Law, where we bring you the latest developments from all courts across India. Let us start. Let me start by updating you on the constitution bench hearing the batch of petitions challenging dilution of Article 370, which as you know, took away the special status of Jammu and Kashmir. Today was the ninth day of hearing. Senior advocate Nitya Ramkrishnan appearing for one of the petitioners challenging the center's decision to abrogate the special status of JNK argued and referred to revelations made by former JNK governor Satyapal Malik in the interview given to The Wire. In this recent interview, Malik had said that he had no prior knowledge about the center's decision regarding the abrogation on 4th August 2019. Senior advocate Ram Krishnan argued that as per Constitutional Order 272, the government of JNK is construed to mean governor of JNK. To abrogate the special status, the concurrence of the government is needed. Since there was no elected government in place on the relevant date, the concurrence of governor was taken as concurrence of the government to issue the presidential order which effectively abrogated Article 370. He relied upon Malik's interview to argue that there was actually no effective concurrence given by the governor. Also, during the hearing today, the union government told the court that it had absolutely no intention to interfere with the special provisions applicable to northeastern states or other parts of India. Solicitor General Tushar Mehta made this statement in response to submissions made by senior advocate Manish Tiwari, representing a politician from Arunachal Pradesh who voiced apprehensions about taking away the special provisions applicable to northeastern states in the similar manner. Senior advocates Menika Guruswami and Gopal Sankarnarayan also argued today. The petitioners have concluded their arguments. The court will start hearing the respondents from tomorrow. Stay tuned with us as we update you on this pertinent issue. You can follow the live updates on our website or watch the proceedings live on our YouTube channel. The Supreme Court has today granted interim relief to Samajwadi Party leader Azam Khan in the 2007 hate speech case. The case against Khan was filed in 2007 by one Dheeraj Kumar Sheel, alleging that Khan had made derogatory remarks against former Chief Minister and Bahujan Samaj Party Chief Mayawati and hurt the sentiments of a public community. Azam was accused of violating the Model Code of Conduct and the case was registered under various sections of IPC, Representation of the People Act and the SCST Act. Today, the Supreme Court bench of Justices A.S. Bopanna and Prashant Kumar Mishra was hearing a plea by the Samajwadi Party leader challenging an order by a local court in UP which directed Khan to provide a voice sample because attempts to test the veracity of Khan's speech from the CD which was handed over to the police were unsuccessful due to lack of proper documentation. In October last year, the UP trial court directed Khan to provide his voice sample so that it could be sent along with the audio cassette to the Forensic Science Laboratory. Khan then filed an application to recall the order, but it was rejected. He also moved the Allahabad High Court, but the court refused to interfere with this direction. At the Supreme Court, senior advocate Kapil Sibyl appearing for Khan pointed out that despite filing of the SLP, 
the special judge had declined to postpone the collection of voice sample. Eventually, the bench today issued notice in the petition and put an interim stay on the directions issued by the trial court. The Supreme Court has agreed to hear an interim bail application filed by Bhima Koregaon accused Shoma Sen on grounds of her deteriorating health. Shoma Sen is a professor of English literature and former departmental head at the Nagpur University. She has been in jail for more than five years now for offences under the UAPA after being arrested in connection with the 2018 caste-based violence that broke out at Bhima Koregaon in Pune and for having alleged links with the proscribed outfit Communist Party of India Maoists. The Supreme Court Bench of Justices Aniruddh Bose and SVN Bhatti was today hearing a petition challenging the order of Bombay High Court passed in January this year by which it directed Sain to approach the special court trying her case for bail. Today, before directing the matter to be adjourned until October 4th at the behest of National Investigation Agency, the division bench also issued notice in the interim bail application filed on medical grounds. The Supreme Court has today granted bail to former encounter specialist Pradeep Sharma, an accused in the Antilia bomb scare and Mansukh Hiran murder case. I'm sure you remember in February 2021, an explosive laden Scorpio car was found along with a threat letter near Antilia, the residence of billionaire Mukesh Ambani. Ten days later, businessman Mansukh Hiran's body was recovered from the Thane Creek. He was the owner of the Scorpio and had reported it missing. In April that year, soon after the NIA took over the investigation, the assistant police inspector Sachin Vaze, who was initially investigating the case, was arrested along with nine others, including Sharma. It was NIA's case that Sharma allegedly helped Vaze in destroying evidence in the case and that he was involved in hatching the conspiracy as well as executing Hiran's murder with the help of his men. Sharma had sought bail claiming that the allegations against him in the charge sheet were limited to his involvement in the conspiracy of murder of Mansukh Hiran and that the agency had no material to show that he was involved in procuring or planting explosives. But he was denied bail by the special NIA court as well as the Bombay High Court. In June this year, a vacation bench headed by Justice Aniruddh Bose had granted three weeks interim bail to Sharma so that he could meet his ailing wife. The Supreme Court had reserved its verdict last week on the matter and today a bench comprising Justices A.S. Bopanna and P.S. Narsimha allowed the appeal and granted him bail. The Supreme Court has issued a notice in an SLP challenging the constitutional validity of Mukhya Mantri Annadut Yojana, a scheme introduced by the government of Madhya Pradesh for allotment of transportation work to unemployed persons. The petition challenges the system of allotting work of transportation of supplies from warehouse to fair price shop. As per the petition, before the scheme was introduced, the transportation was allotted by way of a tender process where the lowest bidder was allotted the work based on the quoted rates. For two years, that is from 2021 to 23, the work was allotted to the petitioners by way of this tender process. However, after the impugned scheme was brought 
the eligibility criteria are now determined on the basis of age and place of residence having absolutely no nexus with the nature of work. The petitioners are barred to even apply for allotment of work. The petition states that this is discrimination on the basis of place of residence and age making the impugned scheme violative of article 14 and also denying petitioners the right to carry business. Let me tell you, petitioners first challenged the validity of the scheme before the High Court of Madhya Pradesh, but it was dismissed. Hence, the present SLP was filed. A bench comprising Justice Bopanna and Justice P.S. Narsimha today issued notice in the petition and posted the matter to 6th October. Stay tuned with us. In another update, the Supreme Court has criticized the lethargic attitude of states in not filing compliance reports on directions issued by the top court for implementation of the amended Motor Vehicles Act and the Central Motor Vehicles Rules. As you know that last year, the Apex Court had issued several guidelines for registration of first accident report by the police immediately after a motor vehicle accident so that the claim process under the Motor Vehicles Act can be initiated at the earliest. To ensure proper compliance with the Motor Vehicles Amendment Act of 2019, the court had directed the Registrar General of High Courts, State Legal Services Authority and State Judicial Academies to sensitize all stakeholders as early as possible concerning the provisions of the amended Act and to ensure the mandate of law. Earlier this year, the Supreme Court had urged states and high courts that had not filed their compliance reports with respect to the directions to do so by 14th August. Now the Supreme Court bench of Justice J.K. Maheshwari and Justice K.V. Vishwanathan was informed that 10 states remained unrepresented and 8 states prayed for more time to file compliance reports. The court said that such lethargic attitude was worth criticism and further directed the Registrar General of all High Courts and the Chief Secretaries of all states to file their compliance reports by 2nd September. A Sessions Court in Gujarat's Ahmedabad has rejected the plea moved by Delhi Chief Minister Arvind Kejriwal and Aam Admi Party Rajya Sabha MP Sanjay Singh to expedite the hearing in their revision plea against issuance of summons to them by a trial court in the criminal defamation complaint filed by Gujarat University. You already know that Gujarat University has accused Kejriwal and Singh of making sarcastic and defamatory statements targeting the university regarding Prime Minister Narendra Modi's degree. In April this year, the additional Chief Metropolitan Magistrate found that prime FSI, both Kejriwal and Singh appeared to have targeted the university and directed for their personal presence. They filed a revision plea challenging this order of the Metropolitan Court. After the City Civil and Sessions Court Ahmedabad rejected their plea to stay the proceedings in the trial, pending the disposal of their revision plea, they approached the High Court, which also refused to grant any interim relief. The duo now sought expeditious hearing of their revision plea because, to date, this matter has been pending for appearance and recording of evidence would start only on 31st August. However, the Gujarat High Court has issued a notice on prayer seeking expeditious disposal of this revision petition and has given the next date of 29th August. Hence, they sought an expeditious hearing of the revision plea, but the Sessions Court rejected their plea.
And lastly, the Delhi High Court has significantly observed that a wife's conduct of making false allegations against the husband and his family members and a constant threat to them regarding being summoned to the police station are acts of cruelty which severely impact mental balance. A division bench of Justice Suresh Kumar Kaith and Justice Nina Bansal Krishna allowed a husband's appeal against a family court order which dismissed his petition seeking divorce on the ground of cruelty and desertion by the wife. While dissolving their marriage, the bench said that the wife had done everything to get the husband and his family entrapped in the criminal case. Also, wife who alleged that her father-in-law attempted to commit rape upon her did not file any case against him and that the scandalous allegations were not taken to a logical conclusion and were dropped midway. The bench concluded that the parties were living separately for 17 years and therefore there was no chance of reconciliation between them. Thank you for joining us. If you wish to know more details about the cases I mentioned here, you can visit our website at www.livelaw.in. Stay ahead with quick legal updates only on Live Law. Do not forget to like, share and subscribe and support us. You can also support us by donating through the thanks button at the bottom of our videos or consider becoming a member at just 89 rupees per month.